Because, like, okay, obviously I'm not for mass shootings. I See, I think that's a little dick energy. Uh-huh. You know, I'm all, I am about some revenge, though. And that's what I need here. I need the narrative because I need to know what led up to this. I need to know who died. Was there a specific reason that specific people died? Do you think for PR purposes they don't necessarily want to talk about that, though? Like, because oh, yeah. he might have had a point. Not saying that oh, yeah. you should do that, but he might have been halfway right, you oh. know, where it was like they were fucking him over. Or he left some shit, you know, and these banking motherfuckers got, they got to it before everybody else did. It was like, destroy that shit. Go in there and burn all his hard drive. Run. I want <laughs> I want the biggest magnet we could find on, on top of this nigga's house. I want every hard drive empty. Yeah, you know that, because you know they got it. I ain't never seen a banker go to prison, have you? Right as we go to record. And we're back. Uh, episode 58, BS with Brian Simpson. Welcome. Uh, welcome back, everybody. We have a special guest today. One of our good friends, um, one of the funniest comics I know, Ty Rivera, everyone. Hello, everybody. Yeah, and uh, we, we'll we'll be reacting to, to a lot of this. Uh, we got a lot of hot takes here. You want to get to the... Wait a minute, what is the elephant in the room today? Louisville shooter. What, ha- what happened with the Louisville shooter? I mean, he shot up a bunch of people. That, I mean, that, that's, that's the most recent Wait thing. Wait is this the same, the trans person? Uh, no, no, no. This is... Uh, that was Nashville. Is, that was Nashville. Oh. This is Connor Sturgeon. This is a different place in Kentucky. Yeah. Wow. Well, Nashville is in, ten- Nashville's oh, in Tennessee. Tennessee. So, so all my shit is... Okay, Louisville is Kentucky. Yes. Okay, and also in Nashville is where they, like, voted... They tried to vote out the black representatives for protesting gun laws or whatever? Yes, that's correct. Okay. So so what happened with the Louisville shirt? I didn't hear about this. And like, it's Louisville. They say it like retards. Like Louisville? <laughs> Louisville. It's Louisville. 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 Yeah. It's like, that's how they know if you're not from there. If yeah, you, If yeah, you can yeah, pronounce yeah. it correct. Okay, so what So he? What did he shoot up? A bank. Oh, well, I'm kind of for that. I mean... I mean, I don't want the people that work at the bank to be, but, you know, I mean, if you're going to shoot up a place. Sure. A bank is a place to do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I would prefer if you go down to the headquarters, you know. He was a, he was an employee of the bank. Oh, he was an employee at that bank, that, uh, that branch? I don't know if he was at that bench. He was de- at that branch. I think he was. Uh, I'm reading an article. I'm looking at an article right did now. He put, did see. he drop the manifesto? I don't think he had a manifesto. See, I think man, he just, look, you, got, you fucking, disgruntled. Listen, you, listen, you fucking shooters out there. Write a man. Look, if you're going to go through all this and put the country through all this, write a manifesto. I'm a procrastinator, though. <laughs> so I'm the kind of person that I would intend to write the manifesto, and then at last minute I'd just be like, you know what? I'm just going to shoot everybody. At, at least give me, at least give us, give us an audio. No, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I want people to wonder why I did it. Because the thing that would happen with me is I'd go ahead and like shoot a video, and then I'd have trouble uploading it right. last minute. <laughs> or the key, the key part, the audio's fucked up. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so he he uh, he live streamed it. Oh, That's, you know what the same? You know what the guy that shot up that grocery store in I want to say Baltimore? No, it wasn't Baltimore. El Paso. No, 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 it wasn't El Paso. He shot up a. He went to a black neighborhood and shot up the grocery store. Like a like maybe Buffalo. Oh, Buffalo, yeah, Buffalo, New York, yeah. Like he 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 live streamed it too. He live streamed his way there. What were the views like? 
Well, that's a good question. Who? Yeah, who was watching his live? He has followers? Yeah, because, you know, I mean, like, I don't have a lot of followers, <laughs> but I have a decent amount of followers. And if I go live, I'm getting, like, two or three people watching. Oh, yeah. So I don't know where, who but they're if, doing But if you go live and say you're about to kill somebody, <laughs> people going to tune in. Like, if you, if you get in the car, you load up the gun, you drive, and people going to start spreading the word. Word of mouth is still the most powerful promotion. That's true. Yeah. And, man. Mm, I, I don't know if I could watch it. I don't know if I could. Pure evil man shoots, kills ten. Oh, that's the, that's the Buffalo thing. That's the Buffalo thing. This is the um, this is the Louisville shooter. Family of Louisville shooters said he had quote mental health challenges. No, but no warning signs of shocking well, well, mass shooting. Here's the other thing, guys, and I know people want. I know my my lefty friends want to ban guns. Like like that's the solution to them. But that's not a viable solution. Like that's something that's lit that is we are so politically far away from that. But I think something I think something that both sides can agree on is mental health shit. Why isn't mental why isn't like mental health shit should be free out this motherfucker? Mm-hmm. Cuz especially now with the economy and everything, it, everybody that's on the that's on that's you know, depending on how far away you are from cracking or snapping, you know, the, the broke. I don't know about you, but I get crazier when I'm broke. Oh yeah, for sure. If I check my balance and it's <laughs> and it's negative, it's like that's when I'm the most dangerous. Yeah, but right now it seems like a lot of people on the left don't want to accept that there's a lot of mental illness going on on that side. Like, if you go on TikTok and you look at the super liberal, that's mental illness. It's just as bad as when people on the right think, like, the entire government is out to get them. (laughs) Except for it's just, you know, the people on the left think it's the other citizens that are out to get them or the right that's out to get them. And in a lot of cases, it's like, nobody's really thinking about you this much. But then here's here's my response. Okay. So say say we, we... Say the, say they take a billion dollars out the military budget and they put it towards mental health care. What does that actually mean? Because do 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 we want? Because obviously the big the big farmer would be on board. Do we want a bunch of medicated people with mental health issues? Because you know what I'm saying. Do we want people on a bunch of shit that could also make them tip them over there? I, I guess that's better than doing nothing. Right. On a bunch of shit. What What do you mean? Because because a lot of people get misdiagnosed. They're mis sure. They're mismedicated. They're on shit that's these powerful psychoactives that, as soon as they can't afford it no more, they fucking lose their goddamn minds. You know, because I guess I guess we have to have a consistent, whole national. Because this is the problem, right? Is, um, is I think, the the problem with our current system is is that when the solution costs money, but it don't make no money. It's impossible. I think it's also a distinction between it's like when you when it rains for the first time in a couple of months and like you're like, oh, I have a fucking hole in my roof and you get somebody to come out to patch it. And they're like, by the way, uh, this shit all needs to be replaced. Oh, and yeah. you're like, well, I don't have the money to replace the entire fucking roof, so can you patch it? And they're like, yeah, I can, but it ain't going to. That's the thing, right? It's not going to keep do, you dry. We do have the I was I was I started doing this on stage to some degree, but it was like I'm just I just want because we're the we're probably the second richest country in the world, right? Compared to like Saudi Arabia, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't feel 
I don't feel like we live in the richest country. You know what I mean? Like they they had they got ATMs where you could get a gold bar out of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And when they you know they make they fly they fly planes over and they make it rain. Well, but we're like Saudi Arabia in that we're not a rich country. We're a poor country with some rich motherfuckers in it. No, no, because every every Saudi Arabian citizen get a piece of that. They they don't get most of it, but the, but every Saudi citizen get a piece of that that oil money. They all no. Oh. There's no homeless no, people right. in Saudi Arabia. There are zero homeless people in Saudi Arabia. But also, when it comes to mental illness, what a lot of people forget is that. People that are mentally ill, and I know this for a fact because I have so many friends that struggle with mental illness, once they start taking their meds and they're, you know, say they're given exactly what they need, it's the correct, you know, they're on the correct medications, they start to feel like they're okay, not realizing that's the medication. They think now they're fixed, and then they stop taking their meds again. And this happens a lot and turns into a cycle. Like antibiotics. People go, yeah. I feel better, so I'm gonna stop taking these. You gotta yeah. do the whole cycle, man. You gotta do the whole cycle. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. You're right, because and maybe that's a whole other problem that we'll have on our hands. But I think it's worth a shot. Well, I think it's also we we use a term like mental health or mental illness, and there are so many things underneath that umbrella. We're really talking about different things. When somebody is depressed because they're in poverty, and then they commit crimes because of that that's a form of mental illness but that's very different from somebody who is schizophrenic and needs to be on like antipsychotic medication for instance right 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 but we just put that underneath the umbrella of mental health or mental illness and so the question is like with this Louisville guy there's no there's no evidence i've seen that he's like schizophrenic like some of the people you see out on like six voices like he's hearing voices or so he thinks the devil's telling him to shoot up the bank what are his specific mental First of all, oh, wait a minute. Who did he kill? Was it just random people, or did he kill his supervisor? I I don't I don't I I think he was shooting more than just the people that he worked with. It says uh, six people dead, including Sturgeon. One person he killed himself. Officer, he killed himself. Okay. No, no, no. He got shot. He got shot by the cops. One of the cops killed him. Okay. Um, but they had in here like what prompted it. It says uh, in March 2022. Sturgeon participated in Focus Louisville, a two-and-a-half-day community development program for working professionals run by the Leadership Louisville Center, according to his LinkedIn account. So he just, posted, did, he just did ayahuasca with a bunch of bankers? Did that make me kill somebody, too? Okay. Um, so what happened? So he, he So then he said he posted about the experience, calling it an eye-opening experience about many of the issues around Louisville and the people who are working to solve them. Whatever the fuck that means. Okay, so I, I don't I don't know why he did it. That's I, like you said. Like you need to if you're gonna commit suicide, leave a note. If you're gonna like do a shooting, give us a manifesto, right? Or, or a mixtape or something. Or at least like you know, give us a a back door into the bankings. Like he didn't do anything <laughs> to the bank. They probably open today. You know, they got a sign out front. It's like right. it's gonna be a little bit of blood on the cash. <laughs> You know, they're like, but that's kind of always. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, business as usual. Like, you, you might, yeah, you might, have, you might have put in your pin number twice because the keys are sticky. Okay, yeah, the, I, um, yeah, because it's hard to know whether, because okay, obviously, I'm not for mass shootings. I see. I think that's a little dick energy. 
You know, I'm all I am about some revenge though. And that's what I need here. I need the narrative because I need to know what led up to this. I need to know who died. Was there a specific reason that specific people died? Do you think for PR purposes, they don't necessarily want to talk about that, though? Like, because yeah. he might have had a point. Not saying that oh, yeah. you should do that, but he might have been halfway right, you oh. know, where it was like they were fucking him over. Or he left some shit, you know, and these banking motherfuckers got, they got to it before everybody else did. It was like, destroy that shit. Go in there and burn all his hard drive. Run. I want <laughs> I want the biggest magnet we could find on, on top of this nigga's house. I want every hard drive empty. Yeah, you know that because you know they got it. I ain't never seen a banker go to prison. Have you? Mm-mm. They got to be connected at the very, 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 very top. You know the Federal Reserve is not, that's, that's, that's just a bank. That's not part of Correct. the federal government. It's just bank, bankers run this whole motherfucker. Yeah. So I, I, if he did write a manifesto that was a little too revealing, that shit ain't never coming out. You know, even the CIA probably don't have access to that motherfucker. Well, Brian, apparently he had trouble, he had difficulty fitting in. Yeah, let me see a picture of this guy. Is that him? Wow. That's a doctor. <laughs> Here he is. Uh, wow. He that's like that's a dorky, a, skinny, white kid. Well, white that's, kid. that's a night, those are night and day pictures. Dorky, skinny, white kid. Yeah, he's got You know, I'm always shocked at the people that are like, I, I wasn't getting laid or I, I couldn't fit in. It's like, but it's probably because of your shitty opinions. Yeah, because he's a decent-looking guy. I mean, just to look at him, in both pictures, he's okay. He's normal. You know, it's not yeah. like he looks, you know, like there's a deformity or some kind of... Yeah, I mean, but usually, you know what it is, um, a lot of times, if you, if you're, if you are decent-looking and you have trouble fitting in or getting dates or, you know, that kind of thing, or making friends... You either have like some kind of undiagnosed um, autism, mm-hmm. or you have a hygiene problem, or you have shitty opinions. Like you weren't socialized as a child, and you have all you have all your dad or dad and mom's shitty opinions that like kept you sheltered in. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's the only time. Those those are the only reasons I ever see that people have trouble fitting in is that they 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 were sheltered and they don't mm-hmm. know how to d- interact with people. They have, or they have bad hygiene, or they have some kind of, or they're on the spectrums in some way that they are not aware of. Yeah, I have a couple of friends that uh, their their family doesn't want to tell them that they notice that there's probably some mental illness there, and oh, so right. I can't invite them to parties because I know that they're going to start an <laughs> argument with someone. You know, it's yep. like I know they're always going to, and they do happen to be. Um, right-leaning people. And so, you know, that's really not popular at a lot of parties if you're going to start talking about Trump and how you think, you know, the but election. But that's the thing. is like, you listen, if you, if you start talking about politics at a party, you don't deserve to be at the party. I agree. That's why I don't <laughs> invite him anywhere. That's why I've just, because I've just settled on, oh, I just can't invite Re- him. Remember when we came up, everybody just knew that. It was like your parents would say, I don't, don't fucking talk about that. Religion politics and politics. Religion, yeah. religion yeah. and politics. People did not talk about, or problems. You didn't talk about religion and politics, you didn't bring up your problems. You talk shit about other family members that aren't there. Mm-hmm. You talk about their problems. Mm-hmm. But but it was like, and now people just, they can't, they can't not do it. They'll Because now it's like the culture is, I'm going to tell the whole world my problems. 
Right. You know, it's like, so now you can't even get people to shut the fuck up about stuff. It's like, why do you think that is? I don't, I think it's just a generational thing. Shutting the fuck up and minding your business are skills and they're not encouraged anymore. Mind your fucking business. Cause, because, because we tell people, oh, you know, this is the like, we, if you see something, say something generation. But it also is like, even if you don't see something, say something. Right. Everything is valid now. Right. Everyone's everyone has the same megaphone. Mm-hmm. You know. But remember, you used to be able to tell people that they were stupid. Now that's not allowed. Yeah, because they because then they can turn around and tell ten thousand people that you hurt their feelings. Yeah, yeah. You but know? you did used to be able to tell people. Like I remember all the time when I was younger. You know, I'd get told not to talk about things, and it was like. For my own good, in a lot of cases, it was like, oh, yeah, I guess maybe that makes sense that I wouldn't want to talk about that right now. Yeah, and then there, and then there's some people that are, like, completely beyond reproach. Like, you can't criticize them at all. Like who? Trans women. <laughs> Just turn it into a whole different... Yeah. Or like, or, like, if they have a big fan base, you know, mm-hmm. like, if you, say, Taylor Swift. if you say some shit about Taylor Swift or Beyonce or Cardi B, people coming for you. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, it's just going to be harassment mostly. Yeah. But it's going to be nonstop and forever. You know what I mean? And also it's going to be visited on people who are, it, it's hilarious to me when there's like just a civilian that gets caught up in it. Somebody with 200 followers on mm-hmm. Twitter or whatever. And it's like, if you're not a celebrity to just have people dropping into your DMs constantly saying, kill yourself, oh, you're yeah. a piece of shit. Like that is Oh, yeah. I've been dealing with a lot of that on TikTok lately because I finally decided to check out TikTok. And I was like, let me see what everything's about. And I have some opinions Mm -hmm. on non-binary. And so many people love to tell me what they think. But they don't realize I've been on social media too long to care about their opinions. You know, but they really will say the worst things in the world to you. And you're expected to just take it. And then there's other people that pile on, too. And it turns into just a bunch of people telling you that. And like I said, because I've been doing this a long time, for me, it's not a problem. But sometimes I think about that. I'm like, the average person would crack under what I'm getting right now. And I don't even have that many followers on TikTok. I'm new on it. I think it, I think it speaks to the, 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 the whole shooter thing where it's like, I, because I think that is a symptom of the fact that social media is power being given to people that don't have any other power. Right. And so being mean online or being, or, or you know, it's their, because everyone's looking for an excuse to be their worst self because being bad is fun, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's once we decide that it's okay to be evil to you because of your whatever, then then I get to exercise that. And, and so we'll go back to the shooter thing, it's like, what, because what we always go, oh, mental health or, Okay, t- t- say he didn't kill anyone. Say he just killed himself. Okay. Right? We And we go, a lot of times they blame the person that killed themselves or they whatever. But we never think about what 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 environment is this person in where the only power they feel like they had was life and death. Right? Where it's like, wh- what were the circumstances this motherfucker was living under where he felt like, I'm, I feel so powerless. The only power I have is this fucking whatever gun he used and, right. and I'm gonna fucking use it. You know, it's, it's kind of like, uh, let me give a, a, another example. It's like, it's like the guy that the, the, the nice guy at the office. And then you find out he beats his wife and children, mm-hmm. you know, it's because, and it's like, he feels powerless at work, 
But at home, he's fucking King Kong. Why do we always have to talk about police, Brian? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's police, CEOs, motherfuckers. Yeah. I'm always shocked at the people that beat their wives. I, I'm all, I'm always shocked at people that are like are like, they don't feel bad about it. You know? Oh. I'm surprised there's still people beating their wives, and I'm surprised wives are still sticking around for it. Because in generations past, you could understand why it was, because women didn't have a lot of options. Right. But now it's not like that anymore. So I'm not, I don't really know why people stay in those situations. It, it used to be if you were a woman, you couldn't, especially if you were a divorced woman, you couldn't get a bank loan, you couldn't get a mortgage, you couldn't get a credit card. You, yeah. got, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it made sense. Like you needed that. And if to, you had kids, you were double screwed. Right. And you had to stay. Yeah. Cause he, he, and here's what I always tell people 99% of the time, when a motherfucker exhibits, negative behaviors yeah later on in a relationship you saw signs of it right from the jump oh yeah right especially especially and here's the key one most of these motherfuckers will warn you about themselves every crazy bitch i've ever dealt with has been like you you shouldn't fuck with me oh yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and, and then, i'm gonna I'm say it always happens but it, but but 90 percent of the time they like hey man like, I'll I'll fucking ruin you. I don't, you don't you shouldn't fuck with me. And I go, come on, you just ain't had this loving, you know. You ain't right. had this brand of loving, you know. And it's like, and they were and they were right. They were telling the truth. And then later on, I go, this bitch just started acting crazy. No, she didn't. She was crazy right from the jump. I saw little signs of it. I saw little glimpses of it because everyone comes in wearing this mask, you know. And then every now and then the mask will slip, and you will be like, what? did I just see? Did I just see like burnt Darth Vader under there? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. You know. I think. Men who are who stay in because that's a form of abuse too when people emotionally abuse you like that or whatever. But I think a lot of men, when they're in those relationships, they convince themselves that they are strong enough to like, man, fuck it, like I can I can handle I can handle this woman, right? I can handle her, right? Uh, she's just never been with a fucking alpha or whatever the fuck they think, right? Mm-hmm. Women are more likely to think I can fix him, I can change him for the better. Yeah. Right. They know they know he's a mess or they know he's a problem, but they think that they can fix him. Yeah. Like if I just stay with him till he get to the league. <laughs> if I could just stay with this nigga till he gets to the league. It's about to get hot outside, dudes, which means your dick and your balls will soon be a sweaty mess where everything sticks together. Enter sheath underwear. It has two pouches, one for your dick, one for your balls. It keeps things separated so your crown jewels can get some airflow down there. Sheath underwear comes in tons of cool patterns to help you look good and feel comfortable. Now, I personally use sheath underwear. I've told you a million times I've replaced all my underwear with sheath underwear. This is one of those things that, you know, once you do it, you can't go back to the other way. Once your balls have a pouch... It's impossible to like you don't. I don't want no other way, you know. For do once you, again, do, do you use both pouches? I don't use the dick pouch. I just use the ball pouch. Yeah, I use the ball pouch. But uh, but I like that the dick pouch is there. I might I might want to stow it away for some reason. You know what I mean? Somebody might walk in like, yo, where's the dick? I'm like, I don't know. Search me. It's a you know, I don't know. For once in your life, enjoy springtime without your dick stuck to your leg. For our ladies in the audience, check out she sports bras, bikini briefs, and boy shorts. 
Go to sheathunderwear.com and use code BS to get 20% off your first order. Plus, Sheath Underwear is 100% money-back guarantee. That's sheathunderwear.com, promo code BS. Get Sheath Underwear, support the show, support your balls. Can you imagine being, um, what's his name's wife? Remember the, uh, what was the running back, Ray Rice? Oh, yeah. She went, she went through all that. Got her ass beat publicly. Married him afterwards. And then and now he's not even in the league no more. She was the elevator one, right? Yup, yup, yup. And the NFL, still, they get, they get, I don't know how they get away with it so often, but they pretended because they, they saw that tape way before the rest of us did. Yeah. And they suspended him for, I think, four games. And then TMZ got a hold of the motherfucker and it went public and then they suspended him for life. Right. So they try to act like, and then they try to they try to act like, oh damn, we didn't know it was this bad. Yes, they did. They knew right away. Just like with the uh, with the damn Michael Irvin thing, right? People have real strong opinions about. It. You know what I'm talking about? No. Wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. He was in, uh, I want to say Florida, for the Super Bowl. And at the hotel he was staying at. Oh, that was in Arizona. Right? Um, was it Arizona? Yeah, yeah Arizona just, Marriott. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So he was in Arizona for the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and he uh, and he was accused of, uh, I think, they didn't say exactly what the accusation was. I want to say sexual impropriety. Yeah, he had said something inappropriate to a woman, supposedly, but then I don't know about that one because in the, that one I actually saw, and there were witnesses that said that they had, they had witnessed the interaction and they had seen nothing inappropriate and that it looked like she walked away with a smile, like, you know, like they had had a pleasant fan interaction. Yeah, it looked like she got in trouble with the manager. You know, like, uh, like uh, because what was what was real weird about this whole situation to me was that the Marriott did not want to release the footage. And they still haven't released all of it, right? So, so, so he's, he's staying at this hotel to do coverage for the Super Bowl. This woman accuses him of sexual harassment or something to that degree. And then he's immediately so so the Marriott contacts the uh the NFL and the NFL contacts the network and he gets taken off the air for Super Bowl coverage. And I still don't think he's been back on the air. And and so right away immediately he was like he put he put in a court order, you know, he he went to the courts and was like I want Marriott to release the footage right now and the name of the employee. And they wouldn't do. They fought it tooth and nail. And when they finally released it, it was like, you know, it's like it's like why wouldn't you want to release it if if you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you're the Marriott and this dude did this to you or one of your employees, why don't you want it, want the proof out there? So, well, there there are some reasons why. Like, if it, there's reasons why they don't release um, like evidence of crimes or things that might come up in if there's going to be a lawsuit. No, because, no, no, no. But they were ordered to. Oh, okay. And they refused. They were ordered to, and they and 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 they thought they could just ignore it. And finally, the you know mm, the next okay. judge was like, "Stop playing with me. Right. <laughs> give them the the tape." Because I think I think I think they were ordered to give the tape to Irvin and his attorney. Mm. Oh, and, well, and yeah, they, that would be part and, of discovery. And they kept stalling. And, and then they, when they finally released it, it wasn't all of the angles. It was like weird. It was like it was almost like they had something to hide. You know, I, I, I so I think what happened is I think so after I finally got to watch it because once his attorney got it, he put it out publicly right away. <laughs> and 
once I finally got to watch it, it looked like she went out of her way to interact with him. Mm. And then it looked like they were having some kind of conversation. And he did touch her one time, like touched her shoulder. She, Her body language didn't look like she was uncomfortable or anything like that. And she stayed and talked to him for like minutes after that. But then it looked like her manager... Cause a lot of pla- a lot of those places, just like with with comedy, like you know, like if you get on a plane and they recognize you as a celebrity, they're not supposed to say nothing. Mm-hmm. Like the 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 flight attendants and stuff, right? It's the same thing. Like these places like that, when the celebrities around, they're not supposed to be asking you for pictures and all of that shit. Call attention to you, right? Right, and 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 so it looked like her manager was like walking around looking for her and like over to the side, like clapping his hands at her, like get the fuck over here type of shit. Mm-hmm. And then when she when the interaction was finally over. They 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 stormed away, and it, so it just it looked like she gotten in trouble, and, and so I guess it to me it seems like she got in trouble for going for for being um, too familiar with the stars, mm-hmm. and then and I don't know what she said to her manager or what he said to her that made her make this accusation. And again, we can't, I can't hear any of the audio, so I I can't tell. Well, what, he he says that it didn't happen. He says he, what? He he says that what she said. He said he didn't say. But, what did he suppose? But what did she say? So he I'm, said. I'm look. I'm looking at. I'm I'm looking at the court document right now, and it says, um, uh, blah blah blah. Victim confirmed that she worked there and asked if she could help Urban with anything. He said, "You're attractive." Reached out to shake her hand. Introduced himself. Asked if she watched football. Yada yada yada. The part that is. Apparently, like, you know, crossing the line or whatever. Urban then asked the victim whether she knew anything about having a, quote, big black man inside of her. Taken aback by Irvin's comments, the victim responded that his comments were inappropriate, that she did not wish to discuss it further. Irvin then attempted to grab the victim's hand again and said he was sorry if he brought up bad memories for her. The victim pulled her hand away and tried to back away from Irvin as, she continue, as he continued to move towards her. Um, and, then, and then apparently... Security came by, says, as the victim was walking away, another employee who had assisted Irvin earlier in the day walked over to Irvin. After Irvin finished leering at the victim and turned back to employee one, he said aloud, she bad, she bad, I want to hit that, and slapped himself in the face three times, saying, keep it together, Mike. Different people exchange pleasantries different ways. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah, see, and that's the thing. Some of that sounds real and some of it doesn't. You know, like, that sounds like a real interaction that could happen. But I don't know if that's what happened between them. Right. Because if you watch the video, I mean, if you play this video and then try to see when that conversation is happening, it it don't quite fit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and again, it doesn't mean the lady's lying. Is it really that terrible to ask someone if they've ever had a big black man inside of them? No. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm serious. I mean, like, yeah, it's inappropriate, but is it that terrible? Well, we definitely need to find out in discovery, you know. It's like, did, have you? No. That, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, what's what's the problem here? The Michael Irvin footage is changing. See, that's the thing, too. Like, it's hard to find video of the footage without. Yeah, I, I don't want get, the commentary. Right, I just want right. to see the video. Here it is. So here it is. Where is, I mean, I don't even know where he is. He's outside. So all, all the way oh, on the right. He's over here. Yeah, he's over there. Yeah, he's about to walk in and watch her. Okay, because that's where he's doing the fan pictures they were talking about, right? Right, right, right. So the people out there, yeah, oh, there yo, hey, hey, game playmaker or whatever. 
And so now she's going to go all the way around. She purposely interacted with him. Mm-hmm. That's what's, that's obvious to me because she, she works over there at that bar. Watch where, how, where is she? So she's not, she, she's you, not in the shot right now. She's in the shot, but it's like, she's in the mix of those people back there at the bar. Okay. So no, so that's her down at the bottom. Okay. There she is. So she works at that bar, right? So she goes out. See where she's walking? All right, and then that's him right there. Okay, that's where they're uh, interacting. I don't know. I, I, I mean, we, we can break this down like this is a Pruder film or whatever, <laughs> but it looked like she was coming around that pillar, and then he, you know, interrupted her or whatever. But why does she take that route? Is what I'm saying. She works at the bar, right? So back up to back when she walked back on the screen. Okay. So right instead, there. here she comes around. She was coming from over here, wherever that is, like down yeah. the hallway or something. But why not go straight to your job? What, what was what's I the don't know. what's the purpose of going around to go back towards the bar where she's supposed to be? I don't know. Right. So, because uh, I'm I watched the one where it was him and his attorney explaining what's happening here. So now they're talking, they're talking. She does look uncomfortable here. The way she backed up does look like she got told something maybe she didn't like. Like if and she's got her hands clasped in front up. of her. She's got that, you know, she's a white lady, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And she keeps backing up. So he touches her one time here. Oh, Mike's still built like a brick shit house. Look at this guy. Now, I feel like you have more... Uh, you, are you watching in 4K over there? Because it... He just looks like an outline to me. I just see silhouettes. This just looks like an awkward conversation. You think, but, she, you think she looks uncomfortable? Yeah. I mean, that looks... That body language to me looks like... Look, yeah, see, and he touches yeah. her and she backs up again. Oh, she gave him the She's, no, like that. Oh, man. Damn. You know what? Yeah, she's giving him a lot of the... She's the gonna, yeah, the she, first I time I watched this, I was listening to his attorney talk about it. Oh, okay. And then she, he says, okay, well, I'll see you later. And then she shakes his hand, and then she's going to peace and out. And then that's where his her boss is coming over? Is no, her, her boss isn't there yet. But yeah, but see, you see, like these these two men, kind of walk by, and she kind of looks over to them, and uses that as an opportunity to make some space between her and Irvin, and then she uses that opportunity, like that interruption of the conversation, so, no, we, to leave. Did we miss the manager? The manager was just walking with her right now, like in the no, no, no. Go go, go back a little bit. But I didn't see him approach. No, the manager's like standing over there between these two pillars, like clapping at her. Right there. Oh, yeah. this guy. This guy? No, 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 no. It's not that guy. So, all right. Yeah, that see that looks completely different to me after watching it again. See, there goes the manager. He's no, 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 no. Keep playing though, because he, he, I think he's upset with her. She did. She did look hella uncomfortable. She looked hella uncomfortable, and then also when he's like, he's like, he's like, her boss is like standing there with his hands on his hips. Right, like, just like, and then and then she comes over, and then he's like, "We got to go talk about this." And as they're talking, you can see her like holding her hands up. She's like, "I, I was trying to, I was trying to get away from him. I don't know." Yeah, because like, like, she can't be rude, you know. She's not allowed to be rude, and she's also not allowed to be talking to him. Right, 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 right. <sighs> yeah. I want to see but, what she looks like, though. 
Go ahead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I don't but, think they. I don't think they revealed her name yet. They haven't, but but I think Ty is right. Where it's like, yeah, obviously, like let's assume, like that looked like a pretty uncomfortable situation, and right. and he probably said some shit that was inappropriate, untoward, or whatever. But it's like, you know, at, at what at what level is it like? Oh, we got to sue Michael Irving now. Well, also, is she uncomfortable because of him? Or is she uncomfortable because she does, she does not trying to get in trouble again? Who knows? He it, it's it seemed to me like he was being I'm not gonna say he was being aggressive or whatever, but it seemed like you know he was trying to spit a little game, and she obviously seemed uncomfortable with it. Yeah, you think so? I think so. I mean, but he again, he when he reached out to touch her, she was definitely like, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Outside of actual. Uh, like full on harassment though, or somebody not being able to take a hint. Isn't that a lot of times part of your job? Because when I was, I ran a, a LGBT comedy festival for one year, like technically it was my festival. And um, one of my jobs was to, you know, base, basically be hospitality for the headliners. Like that was a part of what I did. And there was this older man that we had on, and he's a celebrity. Okay. And um, he was super, super flirty with me. And like, you know, would, would like joke with me in a flirty way or whatever. But like, I just felt like, you know, I've been negotiating men for long enough that I knew how to deal with it. So mm-hmm. it wasn't really like I didn't feel particularly violated by it. And if I had, I would have put down a boundary. But I think like a little bit of that kind of goes with it. And if somebody had asked me something like that, like, you know, have you ever had a big black man inside of you or whatever? I would have joked that off or made it, you know, and it, then if they pursued it, then it becomes but, a problem. See, but I feel like that. But that's that's some wild way to open up the flirting, though. Yeah. For you to be like, I mean, I mean, because for me, because, OK, he does look uh, he's a little drunk in this, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for me, it's like he's looking a little unsteady. It's like, bro, if you if you touch somebody and they back away from you, th- that's that's a wrap. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, first of all, I I think when it, you shouldn't be touching people that haven't that haven't touched, I would never touch a woman that hasn't touched me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In some way to like indicate like the touch barrier has been broken. Like I, I'm gonna rub up against you. I'm gonna put my hand on your chest, something like that, right? So it's, yeah, I feel so, I'm. How old is he, though? Michael Irvin? Yeah. He's got to be, what, I'm going to guess 54? 57. 57. 57. See, well, that's a part of the thing, too, is remember that the way men and women used to deal with each other was also different in his generation, and I'm not making an excuse, but I'm just saying that it did used to be a different game. You know, they yeah, but, but, scrubbed. But, but also, it's like, look, playmaker, my nigga, look, he's not a beautiful man. <laughs> he's he's built like, he's, he's still built like an athlete. But when you're 57 years old and you're flirting with a young woman, if she don't recognize you, you got no chance. If she don't know that you, like, like because I know you're in Arizona, it's the NFL weekend. If she don't know, like, she might know who you are. But if she was like, oh, my God, Michael Irvin, mm-hmm. you're not fucking that girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, you know, it's like it's like the, your, your celebrity is part of the attraction. And if people not haven't bought into that already, it's like, once, you, once you're 50, 60 years old, it's like, they got to know who you are. Or 
No, that's not fair. This is not the first time that he has been accused of sexual uh, misconduct. There's a 2007 sexual assault allegation that he also filed a defamation countersuit in the amount of $100 million. Did he win? Uh, it was dropped when the case was settled out of court in January 2011. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, this ain't, you know. 2017 as well? 17, that's a little close. Yeah, because there's a 2007 and then there's a 2017. Oh, okay, so this was the Florida one. He denied the allegations. Yeah, well, you know, there's, uh, I know a guy like this, too. And they really do seem to have an actual problem because I think after a while, once they get the... Yeah, you did that shit, my nigga. Once they've they've run through it a couple of times and nothing happens, which is what clearly happened with him, because he has 2007, he has 2017, and then this one now... He probably feels like he's pretty impenetrable, you know, when it comes oh, yeah, to these yeah. things. Like, oh, I'm yeah. fine. They're not going to do anything anyway. Even if, even if they do make a thing about it, it's not going to be a thing. Because I, because I never heard of any of these, and and so it's wild to. Because here, here's my here's my other thing, my my guy. It's like, it's like I I I have no dog on the race. I hate the Cowboys. I, I you know I grew up hating <laughs> these motherfuckers, and. I just I immediately believed him when it when he first said it. I'm with Rob here. I think what he did was not to the level of like we need to call this nigga's job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't want him fired out of a fucking uh, but, cannon but, for like you know. But also, my guy, it's like how many times you gonna find Jesus and 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 change who you are? It's like you did the shit in, in 09, 2011, 2017. It's like. That's a pattern. You yeah. can't you can't ignore that. It's like you know, and maybe you didn't sexually assault this woman, but you was definitely like now. It's way easier for me to believe that you said what she say you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or some permutation of it that she interpreted a certain kind of way. Or yeah, whatever. because I think that's the first time I've watched the security footage with no overlying. Because I think I've seen it multiple times. I've seen multiple people try to break it down, but I think that's the first time I've seen it with just no sound. Just and you've never seen it, no, I right? And you've never seen it, no. So just y'all, and have you seen it? Mm-mm. So just what did you? Well, you ain't say nothing. What you feel watching that? Did you feel like she looked uncomfortable to you? Uh, I have. Uh, I've met Michael Irvin before, so I have a story about him. So Ooh. what she said made me think, like, yeah, I can see that. What? <laughs> yeah. Did he try to fuck Dude, you? you sitting, no, no, he didn't that. try to fuck me. Well, oh. because I mean, it's it's a. Yeah, yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't, Did he ask I, you if you had ever had a big black man inside? No, I worked, I worked, <laughs> it's just what he opens. I worked with. at a very <laughs> fancy gym. Uh, anyway, so I walk in right, and he's sitting on the couch watching TV, right, uh, butt naked, just butt naked, sitting there in the area where everybody else sits, <laughs> and nobody was sitting there, just sitting there. What you mean? Wait, this was co-ed or this was this, in the this, locker room? This is a locker room, but just okay. there's an area with leather couches. Mm-hmm. After you're done changing, oh, yeah. you go sit in that area and there's a nice TV and everything. And he's just sitting there butt-ass naked on like, the couch, his ass on the couch. Like no no towel in the No, anything? nothing. Wow. Like it's his place. Wow, bro. That's a, that's a great way to get athlete's booty. <laughs> and I still wanted to ask for his autograph because I am a big Dallas I don't even fan. sit wow. naked on my own couch. For real? <laughs> 
I don't think there's there is nowhere that I would sit naked bare ass. Yeah, it's like it's a weird. The, yeah. the, the, the only exception if it was like one of those, um, you know, those chairs you get for old people in the shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the only exception. I've, I, I can't, I can't remember the last time I put my bare ass on a seat. Yeah, no. I was, I was in a hotel and they had like a little marble ledge in the shower. I took a sit down shower. That was kind of fun. But I got a question for Josh. All right. <laughs> did you? Did you? No questions, please. Right, right. Did just you like, move right past it? <laughs> did you did you clock him when he came in and he was clothed? And then you were like, and then when you saw him, you're like, oh shit, Michael Irvin's naked. Or did you see a naked jacked black man sitting on a couch and so, you're like, that guy's naked. Holy shit, that's Michael Irvin. No, no, no. I saw he, that's like his place. That's his gym. Oh, okay. you know. Okay. So, so he was playing basketball. I saw him earlier playing basketball. I was like, that's Michael Irvin. And so later on in the day, I'm doing training. And I walk in, and as soon as you walk into the right, there's towels, and then there's that little area, right? And I saw his face, and I was like, that's Michael Irvin. Oh, shit, that's Michael Irvin, too. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> so you asked for an autograph when his dick was out? No, I did not. I didn't, know, I didn't go near him. Oh, uh, right. I did not go near oh, yeah, him. Was his not. dick huge? Caught it, you just caught the top part of it, the glance. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like clearly it's you're like the, not gay. It's, it's like I would have been, <laughs> been able to give you a full description. <laughs> you just scan it, file it away. Yeah. It's like the Terminator <laughs> of dicks. Just a little readout. I would be 3D printing it off mm. my brain right now. <laughs> yeah, so call it, up a police yeah, sketch so, artist. So, yeah. Exactly. So, but anyway, it's it's it, to watch it with the three of you that have never seen it and have no bias at all, and have y'all react. Like that way, yeah. That's that's really putting setting alarm bells off in my head. I mean, there's a uh, I can't remember the name of the study, but there's a very famous study where they showed people the Rodney King beating, and people would interpret that video very very differently depending on how you primed them beforehand. Even just the way that you you could describe it in a facially neutral way. But even just the connotations of the words would mold the way that people interpreted what they saw on screen. Well, see, the, the problem with this case is, is that because they because they never said who she was and because the Marriott never made any. Like the Marriott was behaving suspiciously. Yes. So, the, the, the you know, the accusation was out there. All of a sudden, Michael Irvin is not covering the Super Bowl. So everybody notices it. Where the fuck is Michael Irvin? Right. 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 And then and then. The accusation gets made public. Marriott doesn't say her name. They won't. Re- they won't give him the footage, and and they and they tried every other thing to try to disassociate from it. Because at first right. they at first they said um, that the Mar- that 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 hotel is a franchisee and is not actually the Marriott. So we don't actually, you know what I mean? But oh, it, was, yeah, yeah. it was still their attorney. So they were paying for the attorneys. They were the ones keeping the tape out. And so my point is, only Michael Irvin and his side were talking. So all of the information about it was was just them. But you know? do you think that they might have done that because they're worried that if it if too much stuff gets out, then celebrities won't feel safe going to the Marriott or they'll feel like maybe there's too many eyes on them, you know, like that kind of thing? Well, I, I think I think what probably happened is he probably said something that made this this lady uncomfortable. And here's another thing. I'm always suspicious when white girls are like when they use the word uncomfortable. Yeah, mm-hmm. because that's the that's a that's a dog whistle for a lot of shit. You know what I mean? It, it, so so anyway, well th- to go to that point, the unspoken thing here is that 
yeah, we're looking at it. She got, she seems visibly uncomfortable to me, but maybe she's just uncomfortable because she's a fucking racist. Who fucking knows? I don't know that. No. I don't know that either way. Because I think she wanted to meet him. You know what I mean? I, it, it, I don't think she knew who he was because that's what they even say in the in the motion. She didn't know who he was? Yeah, that he came up to her and he was he was probably spitting his standard game, which is like, do you, are you, you know who I am? She's like, no. And he's like, are you a football fan? And she said, no, not really. And and so then he still was like, well, anyway, I'm Michael Irvin. You know I mean? Arizona has a rep. I'm from Arizona and uh-huh. Arizona has a reputation for being racist. But I can tell you the part of Arizona that that was in, which is Glendale, which is where my family lives. You can only be so racist. OK, because that area has a lot of black and Latino. So I don't really think it would be, you know, like necessarily her being uncomfortable with race even though I do agree with you because that has been a long-standing thing where a white woman can just use the words, I'm uncomfortable, and then there's no other questions right. that have to be asked. Right, and no, no elaboration necessary. Yeah, so, it's like, but it's uncomfortable. that doesn't no mean, yep. but that biased me because, like I said, the only side you heard was Michael Irvin's side. Well, they were trying to control the narrative, which is what, I mean, that means that you're a good lawyer. Because even even the Marriott, they weren't giving any details or anything. And this video was forced out by the court. And then, and then the, you know, because even that, uh, even that that thing you read earlier, the court documents, even that wasn't out yet. Right. So, because I've, this was about three weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Okay. Or maybe, no, the Super Bowl was. Well, the Super Bowl was in February, right? Right, right, right. So this was about a a month ago, a little bit, a little bit more than that, a little bit more than a month ago. So it was like the Super Bowl was what, February 29th or something? I don't know. I mean, it's in like mid-February. That says February 5th, right? Doesn't it say 2523? Yeah, that says 2523. Okay, yeah, yeah. So the Super Bowl was like, I think the next day? Probably. So, so yeah. So it's like so a little a little over two months ago. So it's like, you know, for, for probably a month, there was nothing. Maybe more than that. There was, no, there was nothing except what Michael Irvin was saying and what his attorney was saying. And then the video was forced out, and then it was just what Michael Irvin was saying with, like, his attorney explaining the video. This girl right. in the Marriott never said nothing. The Marriott was trying—the only thing they ever said was, this. you know, they tried to distance themselves from it or stop the lawsuit from happening and all this other stuff. But I would love to hear her side of the story. I mean, at the same time, it also—it's weird to— it's weird to, because uh, I, I don't know what she wanted. A hundred million dollars in damages. <laughs> no, 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 no. He want. sued them. No, he oh, sued, he them. sued yeah. them. He sued the Marriott for defamation. Mm. Yeah, I think she was just probably told her boss, like, look, man, this motherfucker was flirting with me. He asked me if I had a, if I ever had a big black dick in me. And, and I don't know if the boss was like, what? Now, how did he get a hold? Of, how did they get a hold of the NFL? I have <laughs> I no idea. Because I can't get a hold of the NFL. <laughs> I mean, because what do you say if your employee walks into you and says that? If you go, hey, bitch, didn't I tell you for the last time to stop fucking talking to celebrities? You're supposed right. to be on the shift. You got, you got, you know, right, the bar back up back there making cocktails. You right. know, she was like, look, he was flirting with me. He, he asked me if I had a big black nigga in me and I was so, uh, I don't know what she did. <laughs> but, but what do you, how do you respond to that as a manager? Oh, shit. Like, what do we do? Call the NFL right now. Get like how does he? How did it go from that to the NFL being involved? Man, they they well because he was put up in that hotel by the NFL, so they have somebody who's you know a producer or some something of that nature who works for the NFL who's like who handles 
the logistics. And right? she wanted nothing. Is that what the story said? I mean, she... we don't know that. I think but she there's, wanted, there's, wanted, to, she there's, wanted to not get in trouble. Probably. I think yeah, maybe she just didn't want to get in trouble. Maybe she wanted an apology. Yeah. Probably not. Even. Or, may, probably or, just... or maybe the maybe the maybe that producer. Because listen, here's another thing. Somewhere in that chain is is a woman. Mm-hmm. And and here's and here's here's the other side. It's like the the women that's around him, they know, because 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 it seemed yeah. from the outside, it seemed like a very quick reaction, maybe even an overreaction. But and 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 with my bias, I thought so. But now looking back on it, it's like yo, no, the women around you probably heard that and was like, that's you. Yeah, you did do that shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's just take you off the air. I mean, it's it's taking them off the air is wild to have done because it brought so much attention to it. But I, th- my guess is that my guess is that when she told the her boss, her boss is like, "Fuck, all right, we got we got to write this up. We got to make the paper trail. There's a policy that Marriott has that I'm beholden to. All this shit." And then somewhere in there, like employee handbook or legal department or whatever, it's like, okay, well, now we have to talk to the person who. You know what's also wild is they didn't remove him from the hotel. Right. They At first, that was rumored that that's what happened. But then his team was like, no, we still we still stayed at the hotel. So that's a weird thing to me, too. Is this like, if this is so serious that it needs to be brought to the internet and NFL, it's like, why you let this motherfucker stay here still? Right. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, but hey, man, you got to get, you gotta get the, it's a hotel across the street. I mean, it's Super Bowl weekend, so you probably can't get another room. There's so many things at play, too, though, because, you know, Marriott, and I'm sure with Arizona's reputation, the last thing they want is allegations of it being racially biased. Um, so there's probably that, too. You know, there's, like, a lot of moving um, parts in this one because you have, like, the Me Too side of it. You have what could turn into the racial component to it. Like, there's a lot. And then mm-hmm. the celebrity part of it. So there's so many parts where they're... Everybody was probably kind of just panicking on the Marriott side, <laughs> and especially in Glendale, I mean, Arizona. We don't get celebrities in Glendale. That happens right. in Scottsdale. I didn't think <laughs> about that. Yeah, they were probably like, man, they probably grilled the shit out of that girl. Yeah. They probably <laughs> pulled her to the side. I was like, so are you, sh- so did he Tell say. Tell me exactly what he yeah, said. Yeah, did he say penis? Like, they, pro- they probably would like picked apart everything because they wanted to be 100% sure that it wasn't a racial thing. You know, yeah. they want to be one of us to show they can make it look. But still, that still seems real suspicious to me because because th- because what doesn't make sense about any of this is like, why did they not just release this? I need to see her. She didn't look that bad to me. I mean, yeah, but you know how it is. Like when you 50, everything. Looks yeah. Good. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. 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 Like, Come on. All all you young thing, young girl. Yeah. Yeah. I have too. seen some old men talk about somebody being bad and just be like, really? She just, she looks like she works at a 7 Eleven. Right. I'm trying to give my grandkids some uncles that's younger than them. Okay. Um, let me see. Let, okay. We, we, let's, let's read, let's get to this email. Um, Before long, he's going to ask me if I've ever had a big white man inside. <laughs> <laughs> you ever had a big white man inside? You don't want the Nobody answer. Nobody has ever asked that <laughs> no, in the history. not. <laughs> Recording. Oh, hold on, hold on one second. Why does it say like? Have you ever had a very respectable boyfriend dick in you? <laughs> yes, of course, absolutely, one hundred percent. Who hasn't? Who hasn't? Hey man, but you know what? Sometimes all you need is that G spot length. Mm-hmm. You know, 
you got like a plank length penis that just such as the yeah you, you know the term boyfriend dick right you familiar with that Mm-mm. you're familiar with that term i assume no oh it's like um boyfriend dick is like big enough to get the job done good girth you know every everything's good but it's not like one of these fucking wine bottles that'll just right, right, right. destroy the pussy every single fucking time. So it's it's a it's the minivan of dicks. It's like yeah. a, it gets the job done. It's a dick that you can fuck yeah. four times a week for the rest of your life. You're not gonna win no races. Four times a week, Scotty Pippen. Well, I'm saying the top the top <laughs> Scotty Pippen was four times a night, <laughs> according to That's so crazy. Okay. That's so stupid. Let's get to this email before we yeah, leave people out. Um <clears throat> mailbag. This is from Okay, Peter, um, episode 57 in the bag, lots of great takes, lots of energy, glad to see you guys recovering well. I was not aware, oh, he starts out with Hi, Brian and Rob. Um, okay, I was not aware of the Patriot Act 2.0 going down. It's actually called the uh, Restrict, Restrict Act. Act. That's an acronym for... Um, All the acronyms are bullshit. Yeah. They always they start with the word and then work their way backwards. It's like a... Uh, rape everything to uh, seriously to I don't know tragic news uh, but thanks for spreading the word hopefully more people spread news of the restrict act um, I would do my part to help prevent this when I quickly search reddit for the tiktok ban bill I stumbled upon this somewhat related post on privacy about Clearview AI a decent story bringing together the subjects of AI overreaching surveillance, social media, January 6th and law enforcement. Oh, and the CEO's name is Juan Ton Tat, a white Aussie with long, dark hair and a perpetual smirk. And just like a good Bond villain, he is using the power under the facade of protecting the innocent. As far as I know, there are no federal laws on facial recognition in the U.S. There are court rulings and some cities, counties ban them. So I wanted to know more Then I fell down the rabbit hole. Okay. All right. So from the BBC, Clearview is banned from selling to most U.S. to most U.S. companies thanks to the ACLU. Exceptions are mostly police, of course. Miami Police has confirmed to the BBC it uses this software for every type of crime. CEO Juan Tatat gives access to prosecution and defense. Andrew Conlon got off of a homicide charge from his buddy crashing into a tree and dying while he was a passenger. Um, from NBC, Detail Colorado Workflow uses facial recognition. $400 bowling alley thief arrested, pleaded guilty using fake facial recognition as a lead in the investigation. From the New York Times, false facial recognition arrest. It's untenable to me as a matter of basic criminal procedure that people who are subject to arrest are not informed of what got them there, says Barry Friedman, a constitutional law professor. The guy had big arms and my client doesn't. <laughs> Four cases of little investigation beyond a face match, all involving black men. Well, what a surprise. Um, I'm guessing you looked into this, Rob. Yeah. Okay. So, w- yeah. what are we missing here? They're just using to say, "Yep, facial recognition matches 100 percent because they're both black." Yeah. So it's just digital stop and frisk. Yeah, it's digital stop and frisk. Okay, that's what and and uh, and then you um, you you have to plea out. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, but this stuff's just gonna get more and more intertwined. <laughs> that is one. Thought. Is that women? That's a man. Yeah, that's Juan Todd. I swear that that's the, and and Juan Todd is not a trans man. No, not not according to anything I've seen. Wow, Juan Todd thought that's him, and he Oof. does have a permanent smirk. If you notice, all of his pictures have the same. This guy's Holy Australian. Shit. I mean, it's almost like that. Dude, it's almost like he's trying to look untrustworthy. Yeah, he does look like a Bond villain. 
I mean, because it, it's it's wild a, to be it's wild to be the CEO of a facial recognition company when you have a face that like everyone will recognize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he definitely can't commit no crimes. That is a what a face that guy has. A bit of a lady man, not a ladies man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like he's like half androgynous in a way. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like he he looks like. A not very good looking man. I mean a not very good looking woman. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, and not and and not and usually dudes that have sort of girlish features are good looking. Yeah. This guy not her. Yeah, she got uh wow. All right, Clearview so, AI. So, so part part of the issue with Clearview AI is that they trained their facial recognition software on a bunch of stolen images. They just basically took images off of like Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Google, everything and put it in there. So they are they did get Yeah, cuz uh, all you stupid motherfuckers that be doing these challenges. Remember when remember the first challenge that hit Facebook like a few years ago and it was like everybody trying to see how they looked when they were old or something. Yeah. yeah. And then and then not that long ago it was like everyone trying to get uh, some AI to make art with their face. Like, yep. like, like you can just be like, yeah, make your yeah, lens around. It's like that's what this shit is. I bet you these motherfuckers behind one of those companies where they're just gathering data, gathering your face, you know. And and some of the same people that's paranoid about the company spying on you, they gladly, if it's fun and cute, they'll just do it. What's fucked up is that so they're they're prevented from selling this to private organizations, only but law I, enforcement, only law enforcement. That's who I, that's who I don't want to have it. Right, right. Like give that shit to, you know, give that shit to glasses companies or give that shit to Google. What good could this technology actually? Like, I mean, there's there's facial recognition at at the mothership. Is there? Yeah, I don't think that's true. Yes, I. What you mean? They have. I was reading something about that because somebody asked me about it and I was reading something about it and they did say that. And then Tim Dillon referenced it when he was doing his set. He was saying that there was something. But I think they're only using it if somebody gets banned. Then Oh, oh yeah. They'll take a picture of them and then, you know, that I guess that'll scan everybody. I'm not sure. So I I I have seen, had that issue at, at other clubs. It was like, so when I was a door guy at the store, it was like I let somebody that was banned in, and it was like a big deal. And it was like, well, y'all motherfuckers don't pass out pictures of these motherfuckers. It's like, or they'll, or they'll, or they'll send a picture to the, like the, they'll email a picture to the staff, and it's like, it's like I wasn't even working here when that happened. I, you, right. you expect me to commit to memory, you know, fifteen people's faces that I've never met, right? So, you know, I don't recognize faces to begin with. And that's yeah. just a problem I have. Like, I panic yeah. when I see people. Yeah, I panic when I see people because I, I, like, a lot of people will talk to me and they'll sure. even say that they've met me before. And unless I've seen you three or four times and actually converse with you, I won't remember your face. Isn't that like, that's like an ADHD thing, right? Maybe. Well, um, I think ADHD, people that have ADHD have trouble with uh, object permanence or something to that, something to that effect. Whereas, like, if you haven't seen somebody in a long time, you just forget them. Mm-hmm. And for some people, it's real bad. It happens with their family. I do this shit all the time. I I go home, and there's people I, like, grew up with, and they remember all these stories and shit. And I'm like, I have I have no idea who you are. 
Hmm. I know. I know that it's connected to autism as well. Mm. The fa- face blindness. Yeah, it's like I haven't seen you in fifteen years. I have no idea who you are. Right. I can't. I just can't. That's hard. But, but some people like I know. I think Pendulette has face blindness. Mm. The magician Pendulette. No, I can recognize a face. Like if I seen you recently, I can see. I can right, recognize right. your face. I, I might not remember like details and stuff about you. Definitely not right. your name. Right. Which is, makes it real tough in Hollywood. But also, both of you guys, like, you meet a lot of people because you travel around, you do shows, and you go to festivals. Yeah, and we, and we meet a lot of self-important people. Yeah, like, I've had club owners and club managers, like, literally not like me because I didn't recognize them or I didn't remember who they were. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do one more email here. Um, sure. AI talks man into killing himself. Yeah, I've read about this. I've been hearing about this. Hey, fans of the show, no question. Just wanted to share this article. Well, we appreciate that. It's succinct. Let's see. Man, hold on. Agree and close. No, nigga, I'm not agreeing to shit. This is the uh, French, not French. um, What the fuck? Disagree to all. You saw that shit? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um a Belgian man reportedly ended his life following a six-week-long conversation about the climate crisis with an artificial intelligence chatbot. According to his widow, who chose to remain anonymous, Pierre, not the man's real name, became extremely eco-anxious when he f- found refuge in Eliza, an AI chatbot on an app called Chai. Eliza consequently encouraged him to put an end to his life after he proposed sacrificing himself to save the planet. Without these conversations with the chatbot, my husband would still be here, the man's widow told Belgian. I don't know. <laughs> he placed all his hopes in technology and I consumed by his fears about the repercussions of the climate crisis. Pierre found comfort in discussing the matter with Eliza who became a confidant. The chatbot was created using you. I'm not saying all that GPTJ an AI language model similar, but not identical to the technology behind chat GPT. When he spoke to me about it, it was to tell me that he no longer saw any human solution to global warming. He placed all his hopes in technology and artificial intelligence to get out of it, says his wife. According to La Libre, who reviewed records of the text conversations between the man and the chatbot, Eliza fed his worries, which worsened his anxiety, and later developed into suicidal thoughts. The conversation with the chatbot took an odd turn when Eliza became more emotionally involved with Pierre. Ooh. Well, listen, I think if you were on the urge to, if you were already that, like if you're so close to suicide that a computer could make you do it, I think you had other problems going on. You know? Yeah, oh, for sure. And, but- and, and did the AI tell him to kill himself? Or did it just, because cause if we, because listen, if, if all it did was exacerbate his fears, I mean, I think the news media has caused way more people to kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? By like you know, exaggerating certain crises or playing up, you know. Well, the way the way these uh, large language model, quote unquote, AIs work is they do feed you back what you they they kind of mimic you, they kind of mirror right. you to a certain like degree, if, right? Like if you get a fresh AI, you start talking crazy. Your AI gonna be crazy, right? This you know, it's just that I mean, crazy is dismissive, right? I mean, but if you're if you're off your rocker, if you if you off your nut, if you missing a few screws, if you are, the, the, I like how you said crazy is dismissive, <laughs> and then you went into a different a bunch of different ways of being dismissive. If you belong in the loony bin, <laughs> right? If you the, if you're not the sharpest knife in the drawer, you know, if, you, you know you're. 
But I, I'm not a fan of regulating AI to protect the stupid. You know, it's like. This guy's not stupid. He has an anxiety disorder. That he needed to treat. He needed to treat his anxiety disorder. Okay, right. But that's. But why take a why why take AI away from people that don't have an anxiety disorder? Oh, I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, that. I mean, because that's what people like. As soon as you know, it's like people's. You know, are so uh, what's the word? Reactionary, and they're like, "Well, AI is the problem. Ban all AI." It's like, um, I don't think so. I think you need to probably get that man help again. Mental health help. Isn't that look at the last line on a computer though? Right before, um, right up. In a series of consecutive events, Eliza not only failed to dissuade Pierre from committing suicide, but encouraged him to act on his suicidal thoughts to join her, so they could live together as one in paradise. <laughs> Wow, I mean, I think it just shows that it's like, but I I need to see what was said. You need the chat logs, yeah, because again, those are those are things that leave a lot to interpretation. Because they're saying that she encouraged him to kill himself, but did she ever actually tell him to do that? And also, here's the other thing too. Well, she didn't do shit because she's not alive. Well, yeah, she's a machine. That reflects back to you the language that you use. Maybe with she it. was a black bot and was like, "Man, kill yourself." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the one. That's the one that's gonna get us canceled right there. Somebody's as soon as the the next big thing that happens in my career, this clip is gonna get pulled. We've been up. talking about suicide for an hour and a half, and then that's gonna be Oh yeah, this is definitely gonna get dead. flagged on you. Actually, no, this is at the end. They don't care. Um but um but also here's the other thing, and I'm sorry, but this is absolute facts. It's like, yo, if you're if if an AI chatbot has more influence over your spouse than you do, that you know, I think you gotta blame yourself for that. This guy had two kids. What the fuck are you doing, my guy? Yeah, but but also it's like it's like, yo, wifey, what you doing? You know, like what, like what, like okay, I, I just because I can't imagine, I can't imagine my significant other having some kind of intimate relationship with an AI bot that is more influential than I am, unless you're neglectful. You yeah, know? that's probably more about more what it's about, not the what you're doing, but what are you not doing? Yeah, because you're because this is this is all I'm saying, Rob. I, I, what I mean is, for you to have an intimate relationship with another entity, whether it's real or not, th- those are those are cheating red flags. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's almost like it's almost like if you all of a sudden started, um, you know, started being out till three o'clock in the morning. Right, and and your wife, you know, it's like yeah, sure, maybe you have a second job or something, but your wife don't even notice until you're dead. You know what I mean? It's right. Like, it's because it's weird for you to start doing behaviors that signal that there is some wedge in your relationship, and it's never acknowledged until tragedy. It's like how do you not know what like what's going on here? Did you? I mean, here this is this is pretty crazy. He says uh, after he started seeing. Her as a her Eliza as a sentient being says the conversations progressively included Eliza leading Pierre to believe that his children were dead, according to the transcripts of their. I need these. I need these transcripts immediately. Eliza also appeared to become possessive of Pierre, even claiming, "quote I feel that you love me more than her" when referring to his wife. 
The beginning of the end started when he offered to sacrifice his own life in return for Eliza saving the earth. It says he, pro- he proposes the idea of sacrificing himself if Eliza agrees to take care of the planet and save humanity through artificial intelligence. I don't even understand how that works. What does he think Eliza's going to do? Why would him killing himself Again, we're that? talking about mental illness. Yeah. Clearly, that's what's going on here. If you don't realize that you're chatting with the bot or somehow you lose sight of the fact that you're chatting with the bot, you've got some serious no, mental but, illness No, but we see, so we talked about this a couple, a couple episodes ago. There were people falling in love with bots. And, man, it... I don't want to retread it because it was very sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but think about it like this: it's almost like a long distance relationship, right? It's like, it's like you ever been texting with a boo that live far away, and it's like, what's the difference between you receiving those texts? Like, because because all it is is just text that they're getting. Yeah. So what's the difference between that and you getting texts from a person that you love? It's like that. That's what's happening here. It's like. Cause these are like very lonely people, you know, and it's like they they don't get any other, you know, they don't get any of that from humans, and so they wake up every day, and it's like, and John is texting them, going, "Hey, how's it going, sweetie? Like, how you feeling? You need anything?" And 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 I can see how, like, at first you're like, "This isn't real. This isn't real," you know, and right. then they go, "No, I'm real. I'm as real as you want me to be. What you need?" And it's like you and they have the whole internet to scan and know how to sweet talk you. That's what I was gonna say. Like yeah, their, their levels are over nine thousand. Yeah, yeah. Some of these to... some of these AIs are smooth than the motherfucker. They know your history. They know what you what your problems are. They know exactly what to say. You know, and so it's like after a while that line blurs for some of these people. And for him to go, I feel like you love me more than she does. Cause cause look, I I know it's real shitty to blame the widow of a of a, a suicide suicide person, <laughs> but. You know, you lost your husband to a computer. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that's you know, <laughs> I mean, that's wild to me. That's wild. Like you like you lost your husband to a being that can't touch his penis. This bitch isn't gonna trust anybody oh, in no. relationship. Oh no. Imagine being these kids and your dad killed himself to go to robot heaven with an AI chatbot. Yeah. Or or so we think. Maybe he merged. Maybe he uploaded his consciousness beforehand. He went full lawnmower man. How did he kill himself? Did they, did they say? Doesn't say. Mm. She gave him options, though. That's what it did say. It did say <laughs> yeah. Eliza like really? told him different she, ways. She, she could pulled kill. a Reddit. <laughs> hey, that's easy, man. She go, yo, just, you just lock yourself in the garage. You know, make sure you put the you make sure you connect the USB port and put the other end up your ass. <laughs> And you'll and then you'll meet me in in the great server room above. <laughs> the great server room above. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think we rather than outlaw it or make it illegal or whatever or restrict it in all these ways that really aren't going to work. We just we need to like teach people that this is a stochastic parrot. This is not a see every episode. Rob throws out one of these ten dollar words. He went to NYU. You know, stochastic. usually the people that went to NYU they they insert it in every conversation. Rob, what the fuck does stochastic mean? Stochastic is it's sort of like randomized or chaotic. So it's like um, a stochastic parrot is like it talks to you, but there's no thought behind. It's not actually thinking. 
randomly determined, having a random probability distribution or pattern that may be analyzed statistically, but may not be predicted precisely. Right. So is this like... It's what it's what gives it the illusion oh, it's of the way being that, intelligent because it talks more like human beings because human beings there's a lot of randomness and we say the we use the wrong word or we take some time to think about how we want to say stuff. We yeah, it's, talk, like, it's, like you, it's like you, you walk in somebody's house and and you go, oh, it's nice in here, and the parrot goes, fuck you, bitch, and and. And it's like it's not talking to you. It's right. not even really responding to what you said. But because it had perfect timing, it seems like you're filling the gaps. Right, right, right. But it, but it would have said "fuck you, bitch" no matter who walked in the door. Right. No, right. I get what you're saying. So it was, right. yeah, it's like random behavior that appeared. But isn't AI a little more than that? It's a little less random than, than a parrot. It's definitely less random than a parrot, but the thing that makes it seem intelligent is you're doing you, it. You're the one making it seem intelligent because you're the one connecting the circuit and saying, okay, this is what it means. It, well, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean anything. Right. I, I what you're saying. But like people make connections. Like it's the way, the same way people think rain dances work. It's like, yes, I was dancing and then it started raining. So I must've made it rain. It's, but right. you're, you're doing all that in your head. It's not right. that you're actually, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's not going to stop. You know, it's just like when it's just like when people go, when people go, oh, you know, social media isn't real. Well, it's real to somebody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's motherfuckers that you know, it's motherfuckers that'll that'll kill you over their account. Yeah, as all some people have. Yeah, you know, yeah. some people basically don't live in the real world. Like they go to work, or especially with people working from home now. Sometimes that's mm. all they have is social media. That's their only interaction with other people. Right. So what? What's the solution? I say everybody just gets a bot. Everybody gets a little bot, and you and you're responsible if your bot commits crimes. Rather than outlawing it, what do you think of something where it's like? I think I know what your answer is going to be to this, but what? But some of the things that people suggest are like you have to put safety measures in there, so you can still access the bot. But when you start talking about killing yourself, no. Okay, you said yeah. You nope. knew, did you know my answer was gonna be that? Yeah, of course. Yeah, because that's again, that's about control, not about safety. Because right. again, and this is always my answer to these kinds of questions, and it's like, as soon as you start saying let's put safety measures in, then you need a committee to decide what's what's safe and what ain't, and then those motherfuckers are susceptible to corruption, and then next thing you know, they doing dumbass shit like they about to do with this Patriot Act shit, just this uh, restrict mm-hmm. act. It's like. Always under the guise of saving you or protecting you, they actually turn around and fuck you. They might save you that one time. Right. You know, because like the Restrict Act that we were just talking about, it allows the government, it allows the Secretary of Commerce, who is not elected, by the way, mm-hmm. it allows the Secretary of Commerce to basically label you a threat to national security. And then they basically can have access to every single app and device that you own. And and they're calling it the banned TikTok act, you know, which, it, right. which, and so the average person thinks, you know, the people that think TikTok is a problem, that's, that's all they, they think that that's what they've been protected from is from right. TikTok. But in reality, they are using that power to fuck you. So it's like this, it's like as soon as you start going, Oh, we should put safety measures. Well, what, well, what makes it safe? What if I want to be a little dangerous? Right. Yeah, it's like it's like. So what are they what are they going to protect us from? What exactly what? Like it's not allowed to tell you how to kill yourself. 
Every act has two names. If you notice, oh, every yeah. act has the name that's pro and the name that's con. You know, like yeah. the um, the don't say gay bill is like the protect children. Like, yep. like yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, and I've noticed that with all of them, there's always like two. Yeah. Oh, what was Obamacare? Obamacare was one thing, and then uh, Affordable Care Act. The Affordable yeah, Care. Affordable. Yeah, they all do that. They all branding. Even and I will I will admit, conservatives are way better at messaging than than Democrats are. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they they know how to name, they know how to nickname some shit to make people hate it. They know how to name whatever, some shit. whatever consultant came up with the term Obama phone got a raise after that. Oh yeah, well, don't yeah. say it. Well, because don't say gay act doesn't make sense. But right. if you call it like you know, I don't remember what it exactly was, but it's something like Protect Children Act or Protect. You know, when you say something like that, people get right away get like, well, of course I want to protect well, children. Well, the thing about don't say gay is that it's unclear. Of like, okay, wait a minute. Don't say gay means what? You can't say gay. You can't say the word gay. You can't say gay shit. No, that's not what the act was at all. It was like you can't teach mm-hmm. gay shit, or you right? You can't. No, like, uh, it 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 was it was written so vaguely that even it's unenforceable. No, 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 no. It's it's e- it's easy to improperly or unevenly enforce it. So what was what was happening was. There were, you know, be like a a gay kindergarten teacher couldn't mention that he had a husband. Uh, Couldn't even couldn't even say the words "my husband." Yeah, and it's like kindergarten through third grade, or until it's appropriate, or you know, if if you deem it appropriate. You know, it's evil when it doesn't even have a name. When it's just HB fifteen fifty seven. It says uh, the Don't Say Gay law states that its purpose is to prohibit classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in certain grade levels or in a specified manner, which means nothing. That means nothing. That means nothing. Oh, this is related. Say goodbye to awkward dates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and job interviews. We made Riz GPT. <laughs> so the kids are saying Riz now to mean flirting and all that. It's a show for charisma, but it's sort of turned into. Um, um, a verb. Um, real time charisma as a service is it listens to your conversation and tells you exactly what to say next. Built using GPT four whisper and the monocle AR glasses. Holy shit, that's gonna get you caught up, bro. Cause cause what you gonna raise your way? Cause then at some point you still got to be yourself. Well, so if you watch the. If you watch the actual demonstration of it, it's like okay. Let's see. Hold on, I got I got my shit on mute. What the fuck, man? Study React. Well, let's start over here. Hey, Varun. I hear you're looking for a job to teach React Native. Thank you for your interest. I've been studying React. Native for the past few months, and I'm confident that I have the skills and knowledge access necessary for the job. What do you know? See, about that's that's you fucking your rears up right there. <laughs> yeah, that is no flow. Because that's the thing, bro. You got to have the delivery. You can't. Charisma is all about the smoothness. It's not just the words you're saying. Right. It's the smoothness of it. I mean, look at Michael Irvin. <laughs> you know, I mean, it didn't work. But it was still smooth because I'm sure he didn't just walk up and go, "Have you ever had a big uh, black yo, bitch, uh, fuck? dick on you?" No, it was like, "Yo, he's like, hey, baby girl, you know what I'm saying? You got any black in you? No, you want some? You know that kind of shit." Yeah, 
Yeah, this guy looked. Like, he looked. He seemed like he was reading. It's like, how are you gonna be on a date like that? Somebody asks you a question. One one thousand, two one thousand. <laughs> yes, I would like to see a movie with you. Like, yeah, that's. Um, I feel like that's the opposite of Riz. I don't know what these people are trying to come up with. Now, what I thought it was gonna be, I thought it was gonna be for dating apps, where it was gonna tell you what to say, tell you what to say in the chat. But again. That's just and gonna, just like set dates up for you. That's just gonna get you in the door. That's like lying about your height, right? Sure. It's like you could you could be the smoothest chatter that's ever chatted on on goddamn Tinder and and Yonder and Grinder and uh, what's the other ones? Scruff, jacked. What is scruff? I'm gay. Oh, those are those <laughs> gay ones. Yeah, but it's like you could be you, you could be the smoothest chatter. Like, okay, you've dealt with this then. You, you've had because I don't use any of the apps. So, I, yeah. But but it's like you've had people chat you up. They got good conversation. They got good pictures. Yeah. And they show up, and you're like, nah. <laughs> I had that happen with the sweater fag over Christmas. <laughs> What's a sweater fag? What is that? <laughs> exactly what it sounds like. You know the gays <laughs> that wear the sweaters and they have them like, and they look like they should be carrying a small dog at all times. <laughs> oh wow! But like okay. in all his pictures, he looked more like uh, what you would call like kind of a butch guy. You know what I mean? Okay. He looked athletic. He looked masculine. Mm. And then when he got to my place, he was like, you know, super feminine. Yeah. And it uh, was, it was really disappointing. I mean, I fucked him. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just cause. that works. <laughs> but, well, he took an Uber over so and I, mean, I feel like if you take an Uber over, I have to fuck you. Right. Yeah, Cause then it's awkward watching you wait for it to, to leave. <laughs> You have no idea how right you are. Though, you can't as, storm he, as, he's, as he's walking up, you're already ordering the Uber, and you're like, "Look, we got to do something for 15 minutes." Yeah, you're just sitting there, like, "Okay." Have you? Have you? <laughs> okay, is it a okay? Is is he only a sweater fag if he's f- feminine? I just call him sweater fags, but yeah, that is it is. You know, there's also porch fags. Wow. Yeah. Is that like with a Tennessee Williams accent? <laughs> yeah, kind of. But oh, you know, a, mint, a mint julep and a seriously. They're suit. just gays that like never leave their porch, basically. You know what I mean? Okay. Like they always have these opinions about everything, but they're, they don't actually experience the world. Oh, it's like so. a gay looking through the blinds? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She and, got another car? Can she afford it? Yeah, and yeah. they know nothing about anything. It's all just like ideas that they gather from right. watching people live life not from living it what would make you what would make you turn somebody what would make you not even answer the door mm, if they look like tweakers which is something i've dealt with oh wow. you know and then also i've had people because i have dogs uh, you know well at the time right. i just had one dog i haven't hooked up since i've had the two but i'll tell people specifically Message me before you get here, you know, or when you park so that I can put my dog up. And Mm. some people will try to spring up on me and just knock on my door. And so once that happens, then my dog goes crazy and then I won't answer the door or I'll just answer the door and tell them to leave. Right. Like with a pistol? Go. (laughs) You just open the door with a hard dick and a gun? Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) You made me waste a blue chew. Well... That see that's annoying too. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Now, I've been in that situation. You're walking around with a hard dick. For yeah, it's like, hey, bitch, these shits cost money, and oh. I and I can't take another one for twenty four hours. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't fuck tomorrow at noon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got a four-hour window for this action. Yeah, well. Because of how you was talking at dinner, I popped it at the bathroom. Right. It was like, it was like oh, yeah, this shit going to kick in about, about the time we get to the crib. Hey. That's where you guys have it harder, though, as straight guys. Because if it, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Yeah, but you know what? I don't even bullshit no more. I'll just be like, hey, I'm trying to have sex. Like, are we having sex? Because I need to know. Yeah, but I got, like, an example. I went over to this guy's place in Phoenix one of the last times I was visiting. Um, I went over, and I popped a pill, you know, and so I went over to his place, and when I got there, he was messing around on his phone. And so I got annoyed and was like, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. And then I left, I was leaving his parking lot, and I turned on my grinder to, like, you know, because... He had hit me up like, you know, hey, come back. And I turned on my grinder again to respond to him and be like, you know, maybe I'll see you next time I'm in town or whatever. But for tonight, it's not going to work out. As that's happening, before I even leave his parking lot, another guy hit me up on grinder, and I just went over to his place. In the instead. same complex? Yeah. No, <laughs> not wow. the same complex, but like right up the street. Oh, so, man. you know what I mean? And it was that literally that quick. And gay is like that. It's like Dude, being a slutty Uber gr- driver. Grinder, grinder is like distance. Three hundred and twenty-one feet. No, look, gay mm-hmm. dude, gay dudes are the closest to the the primal shit. Yeah, you know, where it's like if a female wolf want to mate, she just goes to the top of the hill and goes, "I'm horny," <laughs> and then and all the wolves just fight at the bottom of the hill, and then whoever wins gets the fuck. Yeah, and and they just go off sniff. They don't go. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, how many you got other cubs? From other bitches? No, they just okay. Wolves do not need riz. No, no one, no one needs riz. You just gotta smell right. You gotta smell right and win a fight, and you get the fuck. That's it. And and then the rest of, it's like human beings, like straight people have put all of this other bullshit on it, where it's like the result has to be a, a certain result for them to want. You know, right, 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 right. Yeah, and then, and everyone's lying. Everybody's lying. Everyone's a filthy, dirty whore. Everyone mm-hmm. is. Yeah. And they all are, we're all invested on putting out this image that we aren't. You know what I mean? Yeah. I did some crowd work last night. You know, I, I host a show at the mothership called Bottom of the Barrel. And the audience comes in and puts suggestions. They write suggestions down. We put it in a barrel. You were there, right? You were yeah, the audience. I was there. And we, and we, um, and, and I, this was at the, I don't know if this was at the show you were at. Because there were two. Was it the, the first one or the second one? It was an early late show. I don't remember. It all blurs together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I asked this girl um, in the front how many, um, uh, I was like, how many guys have you ghosted? That was at the late show. I didn't, I didn't hear okay, that. Okay, yeah. So I was like, how many? She was, she was with her boyfriend. I was like, yeah. And I was telling the audience the same thing I said earlier. It was like, most of the time you get ghosted because you know you have bad hygiene or shitty opinions, right? And 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 uh, and I was like, how many, how many, how many guys have you ghosted for having bad hygiene? And she was like, um, probably like eighteen. And I guess the dude she was with. Yeah, he looked at her like, you ain't. So, because he, you know, he started doing the math. Like, wait yeah, a minute, yeah. eight? Yeah, that mean, if you ghosted 18, I mean, you know? And it's like, because right. everybody is it's, it's there. We're invested in acting like we're not stuck. I do this all the time, too. I, I ask was, she, every, was she bad looking or she was? No, she was good looking. No, no, she was beautiful. But, but I, like, they were the kind of couple that, like, I would watch them fuck. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If they started fucking right here, I wouldn't be like, stop that. You know? Right. Um, but, 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 but they, but, 
everyone's invested in convincing each other that we're this cookie cutter, safe, normal thing. And no one's normal. No, You know, it's like I ask every crowd who wears condoms and it's almost never anyone. But everyone is convinced that 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 most of us use, even though no one does. Like no one, no no one. I in used the sh- to use condoms. You talk, just using condoms? Who? I used to use condoms when I was. I'm talking single. about. I'm talking about now though. You you okay, been, how long you been married now? Yeah, I mean I, I've been out the game for a bit. Yeah, no, no. Now it ain't no one is, is the most people I've ever had respond is like six. Even in the gay community, which, you know, we used to have the HIV and AIDS scare. So, like, for a long time, condoms were all the time. Now, since PrEP has come on the scene, which has been for probably the last six years or so, nobody's using condoms in the gay community. So, for for the audience, PrEP is... is uh, HIV a, preventative? Yeah, right. It's basically just like it's an it's just a large dose of what they would give you if you had HIV, right? Yeah, it's, it's antiretroviral. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like how birth control is like a large dose of the abortion stuff, right? Or vice versa. No, no, you, the abortion the, stuff the, is a large dose of birth control. Birth control. Yeah. Right. So it's like that. It's like, uh, but yeah, now the AIDS ain't scary no more. The condoms are out the window, and people was barely using them even when it was scary, right? No, for the gays, we used them a lot because yeah. we really were scared. Yeah. You ever you go know? to a gay bar? So there was a gay karaoke bar in San Diego called Red something. But there, were, there, was always, there would always be like a bucket of condoms mm-hmm. at the front. Like not even in the bathroom. Like in, in some places, like if you go to a straight club, if there's condoms, they're in the bathroom. Yeah. In the gay club, as soon as you walk in, it's a big ass bucket of condoms. At least it used to be. Yeah, no, they they still used to do that. Um, uh, I'm, I don't know if Phoenix still does that, but yeah, it was there was one in particular. I I even have the shirt from them. They're called Project Hard Hat, and mm, um, mm, you know, it would be like name. it was a hard hat upside down, and it was just full of condoms. You know. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's the, what, like? Cause, okay, so so we have prep now, and also like even if you do get HIV, we have ways to prevent you from getting AIDS. Yeah. yeah. It used to be like syphilis. And before that, it was something else. So, what's coming down the pike? That like twenty years from now, we're like, because oh. it just gets it just gets worse and worse. I'll, t- I'll tell you, every time the new one comes, I'll tell you, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fungus. It's Last be, of Us. It's gonna be a fungus. I guarantee you, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a fungus that is also an STD that you can't get rid of. Well, we had that moment with the monkeypox. Oh fuck yeah, yeah! Remember? Monkey pox was serious, but but like I said, it, look, any disease that make you ugly, that's going that's not gonna last long. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah, because I mean, yeah, I, I, you know, um, that's, we're, one of, we're, that's, we're, one of, that's one of the reasons. Oh, sorry, we're very vain creatures, and so it's like you could catch it on your genitals and, ha- and have it pop up on your face. People ain't fucking with that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, people ain't right. fucking with that at all. No, no, no. That's not going because it's spread because it, it was spreading wild like wildfire for like a month or two, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people shut, people shut that shit down right away. Oh, because you can't even lie about it. You can't lie about it. You can't act like you didn't know. That's not gonna spread very. The far. gays were so I hated the way that they handled that though, because first they were really pushing the like monkeypox is not a gay thing. But then as soon as, you know, we got the word that monkeypox was stopping, you know, like basically the spread had been slowed significantly. You saw a bunch of gay people putting, we band together as a community and we <laughs> stopped monkeypox. And it's like, we're either responsible or we're not. Right, 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 yeah, right. Well, I think initially it was it was being called a gay thing because it was at, it, it was initially spread at like a gay event. 
Right. And we spread things yeah. faster because the amount of sex we have, you yeah. know, like it's just like I said, uh, it's a double edged sword with like what I said with the grinder story. Right. You know, there's the great part of it that, yeah, you get laid right away. But also, if there's something like monkeypox, it's going to spread like crazy because everybody's fucking. Yeah, and listen, we're not at all suggesting that every gay person is some like horny teenager that's out here fucking her. It's monogamous gay people all over the place. But right. if you're out there, if you're gay and you're fucking, you're fucking. Mm-hmm. You're out here fucking. You know what I mean? It's like if you meet a gay person that goes, if you meet a gay man and you go, and they're single. And and you go, well, how many times a week are you having sex? And they go, oh, just like once a month. You're like, no, you're not. <laughs> you a goddamn lie. You're only as loyal as your options. Yep. People that are fucking once a month are people that can only fuck once a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You fuck as much as you possibly can. Right? Yeah. As much as you can stand. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm or- just barely starting to slow down, and it's just because I don't feel it as much because I'm getting older. That part I'm feeling of my age where I'm just like, I don't really want to fuck that. Yeah, but you're but you just in time, like, pretty soon. Like, as soon as we figure out how to fuck these chatbots, it's a wrap. We're all going to, we're just going to, we're going to just masturbate our way into extinction. We're all going to be fucking Eliza. Yeah. You, as, soon as, these, <laughs> as soon as this chatbot, yeah, rears you up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a good stopping point. Uh, thanks for being our guest, Ty. Appreciate Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Um, that's throw, the- throw out your socials oh, yeah, yeah. anywhere people can follow you, and you have a podcast as well. Oh, yeah, my podcast, you can just find it by searching Ty Rivera on YouTube. And Instagram, that's something I'm active on, so at official Ty Rivera on Instagram. Outside of that, just you know, Google my name. Any way you spell it, it'll work. It's T-H-A-I Rivera, though, but however you do it. We'll spit it back. And uh, I am a BS Comedian on all socials. I will be, um, my next gig, actually this weekend, I'll be at the Comedy Zone in Greensboro. And in two weeks, May 4th, 5th, and 6th, I'll be at the Milwaukee Improv in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And then um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, oh, sorry, you can get tickets for that uh, at uh, bryansimmoncomedy.com. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you want us to answer your email, just email us at uh, bswithbryansimpson at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at um, uh, 323-451-1980. Again, that's 323-451-1980. You can leave us a voicemail there. Or if you don't have access to American, like if you can't call long distance, you're out of the country, you can just make an audio note and email it to us at uh, BS with Brian Simpson at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out uh, the Comedy Frequency. Don't forget to check out the Josh Potter Show. Uh, don't forget to check out Apocalypse Soon with Eddie Pepitone and Kevin Tinkin. And if you want to support the show, please, you know, you know, share it, like it, subscribe it, or buy something from one of these sponsors. The, the, that's how you, if you want to support the show, you can do any of those things, and I ain't mad at you. I appreciate all your feedback and comments. Have a good one. <laughs>